One night I dreamed a dream as I was walking along the beach with my Lord. Across the dark sky flashed scenes from my life. For each scene I noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to me and one to my Lord. After the last scene of my life flashed before me, I looked back at the footprints in the sand. I noticed that at many times along the path of my life, especially at the very lowest and saddest times, there was only one set of footprints. This really troubled me, so I asked the Lord about it. Lord, you said once I decided to follow you, you'd walk with me all the way. But I noticed that during the saddest and most troublesome times of my life, there was only one set of footprints. I don't understand why. When I needed you the most, you would leave me. He whispered, my precious child, I love you and will never leave you, never ever during your trials and testings. When you saw only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. Hello and welcome. This is Stephanie Colvin and I'm your host at LDS Real People Real Lives Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. And if you're new, welcome. I received so many messages regarding my last episode and I knew it was going to um, be an episode that was going to stir up some responses. Uh, most of them have been very positive and uplifting, um, talking about how they have learned um, maybe something from it that the spirit kind of guided them to help them to, to be able to self-reflect and how they can be a part of that change within the church, uh, to make the atmosphere and the environment of our wards welcoming and warm and that we can treat one another with respect and be kind to one another, give each other the benefit of the doubt, um, I've so much appreciated hearing from you guys, and most of all, I was so touched by those who were able to self-reflect and really say, okay, you know what, this is what I'm going to commit to do um, in my own little world here, and how I want to change things, and how I want to see this change to move forward, because we do want to be warm and welcoming to all. This church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, is for every single person that is alive on earth, and... Um, just thank you so much for your faith, for your example, and for sharing yourself with me because I've really learned a lot. I've learned a lot from each of you and you guys are so kind and so sweet. I did get some messages from people who felt like no matter what we did, that um, they just would never be welcomed at church. And I just want to say to you that um, I'm sorry that you feel that way. Uh, if you can hear my voice and you're listening to my my podcast, I really want you to know that not all of us are like that. And um, we're just people just like anybody else in this church. And there are a lot of us who really try to live after the manner of happiness and to emulate Christ and his characteristics and who he is. So I hope at some point in your life that you're able to maybe reconsider and find truth in your own way that will lead you back to your Savior, Jesus Christ, and all that he has to offer in the restored gospel here on earth. I am going to be playing an interview I did with my mom about a year ago, and uh, the title of the episode was In God We Trust, 
and I just felt like it was a great interview, something that was uh, very appropriate to share once again. Uh, my mom has always been a mountain of faith, and uh, there is this book and figurine that is being sold on Deseret Books where the mom is leading her family, and they're all dressed in white. Um, the children are behind her, and she's reaching up to heaven. And uh, this is definitely my mom. She's leading us back in righteousness and, and doing the best that she can. And man, she's doing a bang up job. She has immense faith. She's always been a good example for me. And um, I just know that others can benefit from her wisdom, her experience, and especially the spirit that she carries with her, her testimony, her faith of the gospel of Jesus Christ and how we can trust in God. So here she is. And thanks again for joining us. Hello, my name is Kay Lemon and my daughter Stephanie has asked me to bear my testimony about a talk, a BYU talk. It was regarding meekly placing our total trust in God. This was a real challenge for me. I don't feel like I measure up to this and I had to read the talk or listen to the talk several times. And what it said was, as we encounter challenges in life, yoking ourselves with meekly placing our total trust in God will allow us to reap the rewards of a faithful life. I believe that. I had to ask myself, how do I go about that? How do I manage to do something that I would like to do, but I haven't been... involved enough in really putting my time and effort into it as I have in just managing my household and my family. And I'd like to change that, but I'll tell you what I have found out. What do we do for ourselves to increase our faithfulness and to improve our earthly life. What has God given us in this earthly life for us to succeed? I've always felt that he gave us Jesus Christ our Savior, which was a great gift. It is through his atonement that we were able to repent and we can continue to repent so that we might be worthy to return to him. He has also provided scriptures, the Bible and the Book of Mormon. This can impact our lives because it teaches us about others who have lived before and all that they went through and the words of the prophets in those days that tried to guide them into doing what was right. The Holy Ghost is a guide to us and I have had great experiences, even spoken words that helped me through my life. I am so grateful for that. Prophets and apostles, past and current, they help to guide us through our lives. If we listen and follow in their examples and what they teach us, it improves our lives. I know this without a doubt. We have to allow our Savior to guide us. In the talk that I listened to, he gave a, an example of the movie The Man from Snowy River. 
and the main character was at one with his horse. And that's how he was able to go over the side of that mountain and down that ravine with that horse and beat everybody else who was trying to capture that horse who was going out amongst the farms or ranches and really uh, reaping havoc because it was a wild horse. And due to the fact that he had worked with this horse and trained with this horse over many, many years, he was able to put his full trust in that horse so that when he went over that mountainside and down the ravine, he was able to just give the horse the lead. And he made this as an example in his talk that many people today lack confidence in God and that we need to do so to make weak things strong. He is able to do that. One of the things that came to mind was a recent conversation I had with my niece. And it was about what was going on in the world today with Black Lives Matter and the fact that you see so many instances where young black men get shot, but before they're shot, they are trying to fight with the police to not be put in a police car or whatever. And what causes them to do that? And I don't know all the answers, but I would say that there is a feeling within their society And I'm sure there's a lot of reason for it, for them to not trust. So at the same time, I said to my niece, I wonder whether we could change that. Because I had heard about Ben Carson, who was working with inner cities, that was his job in the government, to uplift them, to bring... um, the black community or any community within the inner city uh, jobs through opening businesses in their communities and having them be part of their community and uplifting those communities. And I said to my niece, I said, if we were to really make changes in our thinking and really put God into everybody's life because we're all children of our Heavenly Father, then would that impact those communities? Would that impact our lives that we would see them differently? What can we do to make an impact that would really uplift everyone? Is it through hate and racism? Or is it through love and through God, an eternal Father, who has told us how we should be like Christ was? So I... Um, really looking internally at myself as well. I've never felt that I was a racist or that I looked down upon other people, but I'm sure I can improve. And I can do that by having God-like characteristics. So what are those characteristics that he's asking of us? He's wanting us to be humble, to not have pride. He says in his talk, that it is integrity, faith, humility, and strength that equals meekness. And meekness is not weakness. So we don't seek glory. We seek humility. And humility is actually strength. This is wisdom. And this is the connection to be at one with God. When we combine sincere humility and faith, then we become meek. So as I look at that, 
and strive to always improve. And it comes and goes with me because life tends to take over my time and I allow my time to be used in ways that I see that I could change. I recognize that it is needful that if I want to improve my relationship and be at one with God, that I need to make some changes in my life. And I appreciate this talk that talked about how we need to do that, that being humble and meek and submissive to our Father in Heaven is the strength actually that we need to get through a difficult life. Confidence in a loving God and letting Him guide us is what it is about. It is upon Christ, the Son of God, that we place our faith. This is a sure foundation. One of the things that's always been important to me is discernment. Being able to tell truth from error, we need to make good choices because that's what our agency is all about. So if we are at one with God, it's something that I don't think I have accomplished. However, I think it would be a lifelong um, trial and error and trying to accomplish something that is ever building upon. I am trying to be, to give more time to gospel teachings and then to put those teachings into practice. I have been blessed in my life with always knowing that God has to be part of my life. That going to the temple and feeling the spirit that resides in that holy house that lifts me out of the world of man and increases all aspects of God's plan for me as I reflect on what can I do to increase my faith, my actions, and to really know Christ. Jesus Christ is the way to redemption. It is through continued repentance and acknowledge of who he is that we are prepared to meet him at the gates of heaven. Recently, because my husband is 80 years old and he had some health issues, he became very anxious. This is the first time this has happened in our marriage of 56 years. And what a challenge that has been over the last six weeks. And through that, one of the things that I've found is that when you really constantly are looking at the negative aspects of of life, it takes away from the light that is inside of us. And this was happening to my husband. And so I would regularly ask him to watch different things on TV, to not look on the internet and try to self-diagnose, to remember to have faith and belief in everything that he's been taught and be able to think more positively, I guess. We prayed many times, and I'd always try to put those positive thoughts into his mind so that he could get through that day and not feel helpless and hopeless. We are improving each day, and I believe that it is through placing his name in the temple for the temple prayer book. It is through the prayers that we have had, and it is through our efforts that we have had. I remember when he was in the ER one time, and 
and it was in Utah. So when he asked for a blessing, there were people in the ER that had the priesthood who could give him a blessing. But I remember that he counseled us that said, you have to do all that you can do according to, you know, the information that we provide you for you to get better. And once you have done all you can do, then you can rely upon this blessing to take you all the way. And I thought that is so true. We have to do our part and then the blessings can be realized. I hope this has helped someone in their lives. It has helped me as I've gone through this talk and realized that there's a lot to do in this world to become at one with God. And most of it is being humble and meek and seeking out righteousness. And I pray that we might all do that. And I say this in Jesus' name. Amen. As I said, that's my wonderful mom, Kay Lemon. And if you would like to send her some thoughts on the things that she said, um, or if you have any feedback whatsoever, please feel free to email her at lemonk at gmail.com. That's L-E-M-O-N-K-A-Y at gmail.com. She would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank you so much for just being such a great audience. I learned so much from you guys and gals, and I so much appreciate your faith and love. Um, please stay safe, stay healthy, and most importantly, stay faithful. And remember to be kind for everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle. Until next week, much love and God bless. <music>